Hey, I'm Big Nkrumah. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your game of friends. Are you going to say it straight? Like, nope. Once? Never. We're back. We are back. Sorry we're late. We are late. I'm sick. You were sick. I was pretty sick. Prior to that, I was sick. Yeah, I was not going to. I didn't feel like editing. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. There's still going to be some of that. So. Oh, Great. I'm so but the sick. audience won't hear it. That's true. It's really only about you. Anyway, we appreciate you for uh, hanging in there with us being late. Uh, also, let's just get this other apology right out the gate. You know, we we said that the first episode of the year would be a smash and switch spectacular. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to switch it. We had to we had to change some stuff around just because you know people have schedules and people and things change. Things change. So it's gonna be the next episode. That's so it's fine. It's still gonna happen. It's still happening. So let's. What are we talking about this week? This week. Well, we're going to be talking about a lot because a lot has happened. A lot has happened. It's been a dramatic month for gamers. Closest to my heart, Bungie and Activision are getting a divorce. Anthem is coming. EA has canceled the open world Star Wars game. The Division 2 is coming to Epic, but not Steam. Rocket League got full crossplay. Marvel announced a new game from the creators of Hearthstone. And there's some Assassin's Creed DLC drama. These past two weeks in Nerddom, we are talking about Into the Spider-Verse, Far From Home, Spider-Man, or Spider-Man, <laughs> Captain Marvel, <laughs> and the Conspiracy Train, the Marvel Conspiracy Train, Chugga Chugga Choo, Choo, motherfuckers, yeah. it is coming! Aquaman! Because <laughs> we should talk about that. <laughs> and... <laughs> you are so shady. I hate it. Um, and I'm going to be starting a new show. Oof. That's a nerdy. Not with me. What are we talking about after the break? Petty, petty podcast producer. Well, in party chat, we're going to be talking about all the games we played over the break. There's and by break, I mean holidays, because I work. Excuse me. <laughs> I worked as well. I just worked a little less. Okay, we had some bonus episodes over at the Nod and, you know, school. Uh, I'm on a break from it. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. Wow, that was... Wow. Anyway, we're going through Spider-Man's DLC, me getting into the end game of God of War, Assassin's Creed DLC that I did not play. <laughs> I thought you did. No, I didn't get to it. Oh, that sucks. I guess we can't talk about it. No, I can't talk about it. The conclusion of Destiny 2's Black Armory storyline, Celeste, and the most recent update to Forza. All right. Let's get into it. Go ahead. Start off with this Activision Bungie thing, because I know you're just... I'm dying. Wetting your pants over there. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So what happened? It's kind of a long story. So, like, buckle in. I'm going to make it fun. Oh, and it's going to be cool. It's going to be good. Should we play some, like, fun music? I mean, you might want to. It's fine. So back in the day, this game took over the whole world called Halo. And it was made by Bungie, which was, at the time, a Microsoft studio. Which means that they were an independent studio that got bought by Microsoft in order to make games exclusively for the Xbox. Right. So you had to have an Xbox to play Halo. You could not play Halo on PlayStation. You couldn't play... It's a console exclusive. Was it a console exclusive? Yeah, because it wasn't out for PC immediately, right? No. No. The only way you could get it was on an Xbox. So it took over the world. It no. was the Fortnite of its day. And, <laughs> and it was amazing. And everyone loved Halo 2, and everyone loved Halo 3. Mm-hmm. However, internally, there was some conflict between Microsoft and Bungie. They were not really doing the types of things that they wanted to be doing. They had, you know, creative limitations, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Because of how these studios have to work with these companies. Mm -hmm. I think things have gotten a lot better, like the landscape of these uh, console exclusive or company exclusive studios seems to be a lot brighter. They're clearly making much better games. Um, so even though it wasn't, you know, a perfect relationship, it didn't really seem like there was 
so much drama that things couldn't continue on. And eventually we knew that there was going to be a new Halo trilogy, but like kind of a surprise to me, a Bungie fan, Bungie just left Microsoft one day. And the story is that they were literally like <laughs> popping champagne. I'm sorry. I just was like, what is his history? Because I didn't know all this. And I think it's just funny in context of what will eventually be revealed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Someone they were like has popping champagne <laughs> when they were getting away from Microsoft. And then they announced this big partnership with Activision mm-hmm. and announced that they were working on Destiny. Right. So, (laughs) fast forward a few years, Destiny comes out, and it is just very clearly not the game that we were promised. It was not the game that we were sold on that it was supposed to be. And frankly, at that point in time, I was only on the Destiny train because of Bungie. I loved the original Halo trilogy. I revered Halo multiplayer. It was like the whole heyday of my young life. And I was going to play whatever Bungie put out. I was I was into it. I was ready. So, of course, I became addicted to the actual IP of Destiny. Right. Um, but the game was not at launch what it was supposed to be. And the... Drama behind that is that just like Microsoft, Activision was putting constraints on Bungie. Alleged. (laughs) Allegedly. And they were doing all these things that Bungie kind of thought they were going to get away from when they left Microsoft. (laughs) So they ended up in the second questionable relationship of their lives. (laughs) And were forced to kind of put out this shitty product. Now, I'm going to say it is not (laughs) all Activision's fault. I do think that Activision sincerely and legitimately contributed to all of the bullshit that Destiny has gone through. I Mm -hmm. think that, like, if they were not under such a stringent contract that they could have, you know, delayed the game and fixed it and, and done what they wanted to do. Okay. Um, but they couldn't because they had to put out a game at a certain time and they have to keep up, they have to keep up with a very specific content release schedule as part of their contract. So uh, long story short, there was again champagne and applause as Activision and Bungie announced together in a joint statement that they were parting ways and Bungie's like keeping the Destiny IP. Which I think means two things. One, yeah, it is unheard of. And I think it means that Activision wants to get away from Destiny. (laughs) They're like, we did not want any of this. Yeah, they they said on the earnings call just a few weeks ago that Forsaken was a huge disappointment. We want that Fortnite money and these niggas just ain't delivering it. Right, and Bungie (laughs) released a statement right afterwards that was like, actually, we're very proud of Forsaken. And... Um, apparently Forsaken has sold more than the Destiny 1 iteration of Forsaken did, the Taken King. Mm. So, you know, clearly there is a maybe smaller than Fortnite, but loyal fan base of the game. Right. And they've decided to take the risk of going independent and self-publishing. And I think it's, you know, really brave uh, I agree. Because it's very possible that given the track record, folks will not buy a $60 numbered sequel. Um, so maybe the strategy is to continue to release, you know, uh, smaller content drops like Forsaken uh, For every other year. I mean... No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did say they were going to stick to the counter that they have now. As far as like, you know, the smaller stuff. But right. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I have been off the Destiny train. I had the itch <laughs> for one day. Yeah. <laughs> it was I had no one to play with. The person I was talking to plays on PC. Jen plays on PC. Yeah. Jesus isn't playing games right now. He has a job. So who am I supposed to play Destiny with? I have to catch up. Who am I supposed to catch up with? Say it. I'm sad. Well, 
you know, it's it's a great day, I think, because now there are, will be no more excuses. <laughs> <laughs> now you can completely blame Bungie. Yes. If when... Destiny 3 or whatever the next iteration is, is a cash grab, bullshit, no end game piece of crap, there is no Activision or Microsoft to fall back on and to say, you know... Look at what they made us do. Yeah, there, there's no veneer anymore. I guess we'll find out who yeah. the who the toxic right. <laughs> person right. was in the relationship. <laughs> we are going to know once and for all whether or not Bungie can get their shit together. We'll find out. And, like, I believe that they can. Mm-hmm. They made Halo... And right now, Destiny 2 is in a great place. And Destiny 1 ended in a great place. Like, I trust them to put out a good product. And I believe that they can do this. And I'm really hoping that the pressure of knowing that if they fuck it all up, that it's going to be completely their ass alone out to dry. Um, You know, this is going to be a defining moment. So I'm very excited. It's very exciting. I hated that. Sorry. Specifically just how you said it, not what you said. Well, you know. Just... I'm very passionate. Anyway, uh, let's talk about a game that I <laughs> don't know. My trust is is growing at a snail's pace. We're not talking electronic mail. We're talking about faxing from the 1990s. Very slow. I talk a lot of shit about them. And I stand by it. To this day! I can't make fun of that meme because he was really serious. He was really serious and he was completely right. He was completely right. I feel bad for that. Anthem. I just want to say before we even get into this (laughs) little love fest (laughs) that's about to happen, (laughs) this is exactly how Bones of Feet sounded right before Fallout 76. No, they were all like ready to go. They were hype. I am... I am cautiously hype. No. I am... Let our audience judge for themselves. Excuse Okay. <laughs> right, with the first piece that I wanted to talk about, the N7 suit. Did you see the picture? I'm not a Mass Effect fan. It means nothing to me. I'm not a Mass Effect fan. It means nothing to me. It's amazing! And I can't wait to own it. <laughs> and... Uh, how much is it going to cost you? <laughs> well, the game costs $60. Who knows? How much? Yo, honestly, that game, that suit has to be free. Honestly, if you bought Andromeda, you suffered <laughs> through that, you should get the N7 suit for free. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed if I have to pay for that one. You're definitely going to have to pay for it. Whatever. Anyway, it's in there. It looks beautiful. I can't wait to fly around with my flappy cape and shoot aliens. Um... So yeah, everyone in the group is like hella excited about it, which excites me. You know, you get the group hype going together. But in case, you know, people weren't excited about it, it doesn't matter. Do you want to know why? Why? Uh, We learned that Anthem will have matchmaking for every single activity. Wow. And it's on by default. Oh. Apparently. Allegedly. So like The Division? Yeah, like The Division. Mm, Don't you have to opt in for The Division? No. Oh, maybe that's what I was... Oh, I must have flipped it because I always did things by myself unless I needed someone. Oh. Because I don't like people. It's a great system. I really like that you can do that. Yeah. In fact, I think it only was a problem when I wanted to do something by myself. True, true, true. But you can opt out of it. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. That's a great standard to set. I would, Yeah, I wish that, uh, Destiny had it because then raids wouldn't right. be a complete pain in the bootay. Um, so that's exciting. Apparently, what else is happening in the world of Anthem? Um, By the big way, old... they do kind of have it. What was that? They do kind of have it. Destiny? Yeah, they have that clan system where you can like get joined up with people. Is it good? No. I rest my case. <laughs> uh, today, because this is going to come out tomorrow, but <laughs> the times, what is this? We we a Marvel Timeline happening right now. Oh, my God. God. Uh, this big old Anthem game live stream. 1 p.m. Western Pacific, Pacific, Pacific time. 1 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> so is that four for us? Wow. 
right? <laughs> it didn't say the thing. I like now I understand how like West Coast people feel all the time. Yes, it's four for four us. Okay, for so us. four for the people who matter. No, I'm kidding because I know <sighs> we have West Coast listeners. I'm kidding. I love y'all, and we have some Central people. So three p.m. Central, big old live stream. Fuck the Mountain Time Zone. That there is four. So what is Mountain? But Mountain be two? Yeah. Mountain is two. This went on way too long. Jesus. And there's a whole bunch of ways you can get into the demo. I'm just going to post a link to their page because it's quite confusing. It actually is kind of confusing. Because <laughs> there's a January 22nd demo. There's a February 1st demo. There's early access February 10th, I think. And the actual game comes out on the sec- on the 22nd. But PC users get access, can get access to things earlier than console. It's, it's a... I, it seems like the Ugh. best way for you to get the game the fastest is to be playing on PC and to pre-order it. Which I will not be doing. I don't play on PC. <laughs> yet. Yeah, he is pre-ordering. <laughs> I'm going to pre-order it for Foolishly. Xbox. Um, I'll play it when I play it. I'm not in any Foolishly. rush. Foolishly. Oh. Although I'm pre-ordering the division, no problem, no question. I mean, no, of course you got to pre-order the division. I'm not even. That's not even a fucking question. (laughs) We are in there. Yeah, I am so hyped for Division Two, which we have news about. We do have news about it. Um, Talk about the news. Well, the first part of the news is that in kind of a big deal, they will not be allowing you to play the Division Two via Steam. They are oh, going to be shit. honoring anyone who pre-ordered the game on Steam uh, to play in like the Ubisoft launcher. But if you want to play via a you know Steam esque service, you're going to need to use the new Epic Game Store uh, because <laughs> that will be the exclusive third party uh, platform 10 years from now when there's just one console and it's all streaming it's gonna be like you know on apple tv we have like hulu netflix gonna be <laughs> microsoft store <laughs> sony store that other store all these stores yeah and you just have one box and they all access that's how what it's gonna be i'm not looking forward to it yeah i it's mean too much i i think this is both good and bad i think it's bad because i know that uh pc players really do not like the whole exclusivity thing. No. Um no, it's they not do a not. big it's not a big point getter in the PC community. And so I can imagine that there are people who are probably going to be a little annoyed by this that yeah. they can't use their client of choice cuz I guess that there's a bunch of stuff that you can access, you know, in game via Steam like chat mm. and things like that. Ah. that you know, you might want to be talking to your friend who's playing another game and not have to have Discord up as a separate window. What if this is big Discord? <laughs> <laughs> Say, Discord's I, coming out with their own thing. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's a mess. So it's not big Discord. This I feel like gaming right now is either. going through like the the streaming service thing. It's the all... console wars of the early 2010s. I'm not. Wait, the late 2010s. Oh my this... God. I'm over it already. Anyway. Well, um... doesn't matter. I play it on Xbox. An amazing trailer came out for it today. It was the story trailer, kind of, you know, just pulling you into the fact that America went to shit, and you have to save it. Um, I'm hoping that you can play as a communist and just kind of let things happen. Uh, Just see, you know, where... (laughs) This is a sightseeing game. Yeah. It's like the educational tour. Yeah, exactly. You just walk around and be like, and this is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame um, um look i ain't even seen a new trailer i don't even gotta see it i was once they said division two is coming out i'm just like oh i'm in there like yeah. swimwear in fact i'm pretty sure after this recording that is what i will be going to go sit down and play uh oh, they're still a, doing yeah, they've got a few things that you can earn for the Division 2 in the Division. And oh, fuck. I, I haven't sat down to do any of that stuff yet, so. Damn. Yeah. But I'm too busy playing Forza. Well, sorry. New cars, man. New cars. New cars. Uh, Let's talk about cars some more, I guess. You can play Rocket Cars anywhere you want. With anyone you want. <laughs> with full crossplay. Finally, Sony is like, all right, I guess y'all can do your Rocket 
cars. We Ra- should probably say the name of the game. Rocket League uh, <laughs> Crossplay. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun to now get think harassed. About, <laughs> <laughs> to now think about literally anyone could be the person you're playing with. So yes, now you can get harassed by PlayStation. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's Good. the only game that I feel like has had I've had like toxic interactions with. But then again, I don't play Overwatch, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rocket League <laughs> definitely takes a cake for me as well. Uh, but Sad. Such a fun, fun, fun game. What? Probably going to play some tonight. Oh, that's cute. After Forza. Um. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who's fucking up? EA's fucking up. <laughs> EA is fucking up with the one franchise that should be making them a fuck ton of money. I was really worried at first that this was the Jedi Order game mm-hmm. that was canceled. I didn't I don't know anything about it. I didn't know if it was open world or not. So I was like in a panic to make sure that it wasn't the same thing. Nah, it wasn't. Um I mean, I guess I can't mourn something I didn't know existed. Yeah, it was unnamed open world project and I guess EA Vancouver couldn't handle open world with friends concept and uh Scrapped it. I think that. Who did they pick it up from again? Visceral, I think. Well, they should have kept it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a shame. Uh, they just keep fumbling the bag. <laughs> there what are... should be their biggest bag obtainer? That's not a good way to phrase that. It's fine. There are a few franchises that really deserve open world games, like wow. Harry Potter. Ugh. And Lord of the Rings. Ugh. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Star Wars is one of them, and it upsets me that we can't seem to get it together. We? Well, EA. They, whatever. Can't get it together. Okay, whatever. A shame. That's all neither I have to say about Disney, that. So. What was that? I said neither can Disney. Well. Another great candidate for an open world game, which this will probably not be, is... The Marvel Universe, <laughs> who got a great announcement for and from the Second Dinner team. Yep. Former Hearthstone devs. Hearth. 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 Is it Hearth or Hearth? I never played the game. I don't know. I am not that nerdy. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm I just, kidding. Oh, I just did the Pikachu face. You did. Um... Yeah, I. it's great. I'm happy that they have new jobs. I want a Square Enix game. That's it. That, I just, I want that. I one. want a Square Enix <laughs> open world. That's what I want. Yeah. But this, I'm sure, will be great. I, I mean, look really happy in their office, opening office picture. They all look like nerds. I'm sure they're going to do a wonderful job with whatever they're doing. It's going to be a wonderful, sanctioned Marvel card game. And I... Hey! But, you know, maybe it'll be really fun. We should, you know, I'm going to make a pledge. When it comes out, we are going to buy it enthusiastically hmm. and play it. Oh. Enthusiastically. Interesting use of the royal we. The royal we. But um, I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for Second Dinner. I always have. And They're brand new. Well, Second Dinner's great. <laughs> You just said, oh, we go way back. You know, I've been loving them. I've been a day one. I'm like, yeah, day one is, being a day one is very easy when day one was yesterday. It was a joke about having second dinner. Oh. Oh, my God. Ah! Uh. So much news. <sighs> uh, next up, Riot Games got their shit together. Well. So, uh, hopefully. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, we talked about it earlier about the the not the manifesto the uh, that really big Kotaku piece yeah on like just the their... culture of sexism at Riot Games yes we'll link to that again we'll also link to their new values as a company they made a whole big post about it made a whole big thing about it which honestly uh, is more than what most or if any places do I mean. I feel like it was like especially rampant over them for them to have like a whole piece written about it. Yeah. But you know, maybe they're doing something about it. Right. At least they're doing something. Like I feel like I am not 
in any way in Kevin Hart's corner because I think he's acted like a total <laughs> jackass this entire time. Yeah. But I do think there is something to the idea of if someone makes an honest and true apology, which he did not, and is why no one is like still cool with him. Right. But like Ellen if he is, had, well, <laughs> if he had, you know, I think that you have to let people grow. Yeah. And, you know, I would like to see that this is not just bullshit. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I'm like Ugh, about is that the values that they're talking about are like hella generic, like they're very general yeah. values and don't really like speak to what was going on. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, for the for the sake of their employees, the ones that stuck around anyway, uh, I hope you know it actually is something. Let's good allow and- growth and hope that the growth is genuine and serious. Yes. All right. Last one. Last one is just drama. Drama. Mess. <sighs> so mess. as we'll find out a little later in the show, when I don't talk about Assassin's Creed DLC. <laughs> I have not yet been able to play any of the Assassin's Creed DLC because there are too many games. Too many games! And I'm kind of upset about this as a person who just announced to the world that Assassin's Creed Odyssey was my number one game of the year. It was. As someone who just proclaimed it to be my number one game of the year, that they force you into heterosexuality. I mean, that, <laughs> I didn't mean to sound as sarcastic <laughs> as that does suck. I didn't think it was sarcastic. I thought it was real. Uh, <laughs> what? They, they, what? So. Wait, you can't, you can run around, be gay as you want, and then. There's a relationship in the DLC, which I have tried not to read too much about because I don't want to be spoiled. Because I just don't want to play it and not know what happens. But apparently there's a a relationship that is at the center of, like, the plot of this new DLC piece that just came out. Mm -hmm. And people are very upset because it forces a sexuality on you. And, you know, it kind of... it kind of just goes against the spirit of what the game. That's just so weird. Supposed to be that they would. I mean, obviously, I won't be able to know until you tell me. I guess right. I can read about it because I'm not going to play this game. <sighs> um. <laughs> well, the the developers have come out and made a p- apology already, and a sincere apology. And they were like, "This completely missed the mark." You know, we understand why people are upset. We hear that in the next iteration of the DLC because there's more DLC coming out, right? In the next iteration, like, we will not force the relationship on you. Like, we'll figure out how to move outside of the relationship to allow the plot to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I, I don't have all the details because I don't want to be spoiled. But now I've, like, made a commitment, especially with all the Anthem and Division beta demo stuff coming up. Now you're going to play Anthem, so... <laughs> I need to <laughs> get through it so that I don't have all of my time going into those right. two IPs. Well, all right. So, you know, I'm 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 disappointed that it happened at all, but uh I'm glad that they're immediately addressing it. And uh, you know, I'll I'll update everyone on what the damage actually is once I can speak for myself. Nerd. All right. Nerd. Dumb. I don't know. I don't I'm, know either. I'm y'all. I'm on break. I'm tired as fuck. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't you literally jump down my throat when I said that earlier? <laughs> you can't huh. say. It. I can say it. Hmm. The defensiveness hmm. jumped out of me. It's a Spider Verse. Was so good. Congratulations on your golden Golden Globe. It was. Well deserved. Did anything animated that was good come out this year? Like, come on. Um, Into the Spider Verse. Exactly. <laughs> the only one. I actually. Do- what did Pixar release this year? Did they release anything? Oh, oh, Incredibles two. Oh my god, Incredibles two, which we saw. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. My mom didn't like it. She said it was boring. What? I mean, it was the same plot as the first one. It was kind of like for me, Kill Bill two was a lot more talking. Oh. But I liked it. Who cares? We're not here to talk about that. 
We're here to talk about the greatest superhero film of all time. True. Into the Spider-Verse. True. <sighs> Spoilers. But I mean, honestly, I've been yelling about it on Twitter f- since forever. So if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what to tell you. There's just, was so much in this film that was so perfect. The soundtrack, the animation, a little Wayne song Ugh. as a montage, emotionally available black men. Wow. I cried the second time I saw it. I cried tears. I was by myself too. I felt a little embarrassed. You by yourself? Yeah. And then there were like some teens next to me, and I was like, hold it together, hold it together. Those fucking youths, they're so brutal. (sighs) Um, Yeah, it's incredible, and please go see it. I mean, it's probably still in theaters, but I mean, only for a few more weeks. Yeah, what are you, if you haven't, literally everyone has just been like, go see this movie. You have the proof of concept. It won a Golden Globe. People are talking about it winning Oscars. Go say it. It's definitely going to win the Oscar. Go see it. It's got to. It's got to. It should be in the main category. T. That's right. H. Exactly. Fuck this anime. Beauty and the Beast got a Best Picture nomination. There you go. I mean, look, if a film like that took fucking, I think, over four years to make, because it took like a week to make a second of that film, (laughs) they deserve every award ever. I want to win Oscars, Golden Globes, Kids' Choice. I hope they win. Ugh, it just was all fucking good. But anyway, let's talk about Tom Holland now. Yeah, more Spider-Man. Uh, because we're late, we have the opportunity to <laughs> not wait two weeks to talk, talk about, about the trailer. Spider-Man trailer. Jake looks good. <laughs> I really believe him. Yeah, he doesn't look like Jake Gyllenhaal, and therefore it's okay. Because I do not like Jake Gyllenhaal, and I don't appreciate... Not a Donnie Darko fan over here? <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, don't bother. It's confusing as fuck. <laughs> I feel like that, like, Donnie Darker is a film that, like, my, like... I wasn't that kind of drama kid. No, yeah. Donnie Darker was, like, my eccentric white friends. They loved that movie. And I was just watching it, and I was like... Yeah, I've never seen it, and it does not look like it's for me. It was, so that's fine. It was fine. Um. Anyway. I thought that was Johnny Depp, by the way. You, you thought... Oh, wow. Was he Edward Scissorhands? Yes. Which is basically Donnie Darko, right? It's like the same thing. (laughs) Oh, I completely in my mind just put them together. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay. Um, Far From Home is happening. (laughs) I have questions. If he has the Stark suit, where is the Iron Spider suit? Tony Stark is dead. He's dead. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. He's dead. He's fucking dead. He's not dead. He's just not in that uh, dimension. He's dead in that timeline, which is the timeline they're going to keep going with. Oh, Maybe in that timeline they think he's dead? Ah! Anyway, uh, the conspiracy chain has been chucking along since this trailer has come out. There's just got to be a twist. There's no way that yeah, they release the me, trailer. I'm just like, we literally saw the homeboy die. Like, yeah. how are you going to release this trailer? Like... You could release the trailer the day after Infinity War comes out, but you can't do it now. Uh, did I say Infinity War? Yeah. <laughs> the day after Endgame comes out, but you can't do it now unless... There's a twist. And obviously there's <sighs> going to be a twist. The one mindfucky thing that I saw that I haven't really considered that I am considering now is that it's possible that it's both true that Spider-Man Far From Home takes place after Endgame, but before Infinity War. Nigga. I'm just saying, I think that my theory of alternate timelines is at least... I don't like that, because it's like, which Spider-Man is it? You know? It's like Tom Holland, but it's like a parallel Tom Holland. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, the trailer was great. We need to talk about the trailer. We're just like, end game! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, the trailer was really good. It just good. looks like more of the same awesome yeah, that's Spider-Man what action with the 80s aesthetic. 80s? Yeah. Like, hey, oh, isn't that 80s? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the music got it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. They're, they're Thor Ragnarokking it up. 
No, the whole they were like referencing like the Breakfast Club and shit during the movie. They did. You're right. Like 80s teen movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <sighs> Shut up. Um, what else is there to say? I'm gonna look forward to it. I don't I just feel like, you know, a Spider-Man movie is like a Beyonce album. It needs no promotion. <laughs> So, um, just, Mysterio probably needs a little promotion, though. I think that he's probably... I mean, everyone can visually recognize Mysterio as a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, but he's but definitely like really one of the... know who yeah. he is? I'm excited for people to learn. Yeah. I, I always love Mysterio. Uh, he's a Sinister Six member in a lot of iterations. That's right. Do we have other... Let's see. If we have Mysterio, we have Vulture. That's it. We have... um. The lizard guy, he got mentioned. Oh, uh, Dr. Connors. Didn't he? Did he? Maybe he didn't. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe you are making that up. Huh. I think you're making that up. I think I am too. But Hydro's in it too, which we didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I saw some, I saw a rumor about that. Oh, I didn't see it. I got to stay off of Instagram because these fucking accounts just be out. I mean, I've complained about it before. I'll complain about it again. They're just out here for the likes. I'm and really they just, good at saying. They just drop spoilers. Like, I don't want that. I'm really good at staying out of the loop. It's bad. Like, my Instagram algorithm knows me very well. I'm not going to say what <laughs> my Instagram algorithm shows me. Because it's <laughs> this is a show that people listen to. <laughs> Instagram is the devil. Instagram is the devil. And so I had no idea that Hydro was going to be in it. Yeah. I'm actually very interested at which of his little high school friends is going to be. Because it's got to be one of his high school friends, right? Or what if Hydro was an illusion? Oh, oh. Shit. Oh, shit. I mean, I know that the basic plot is going to be that Mysterio basically saves the day and people don't need Spider-Man anymore or something. And it's going to be Spider-Man trying to expose that Mysterio is actually an asshole and he's inevitably going to be the real asshole for like, the last third of the film, and then he's going to redeem it. Like, you know, we you don't know it. this. Mm. She'll team up. Nick Fury is back. Yes. Undusted. Yes, he's undusted. It he just, was the uh, best it just, part. It just, I don't know. He was great. I was really happy to see him, but also really disappointed because it just, I feel like it took away some of the wind, the gut punch that was Infinity War, some of the wind out of Endgame. I think everyone who's feeling that way is feeling that way for a reason, and you're playing right into their hands. And then like when bloody. the twist happens in Endgame, you're going to be like, fuck, what does this mean for Spider-Man? Like, that's it's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. I hate them. I hate them. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I was going to say that Nick Fury is the best part of Winter Soldier. And yes. I really love how he kind of inserted himself and his character into the Winter Soldier. And if he's really going to be like the contact in the Spider-Man movie, because it seems like that's a thing. Yeah. Like he's got a contact. He's not really. Yeah, because like, S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't yeah. actually exist. Right. And I don't know where Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D lands in the MCU timeline anymore because they <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first season it was like oh the movie just dropped okay the next episode yeah. is gonna be connected to this movie specifically and now they just kind of float around generally and they're like all super powered and stuff so it's uh, one of them well anyway uh, I'm very excited just for what this means. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in like the broader plot, because I'm sure it's like going to be way too early in phase four to um, be of a huge consequence. Yeah, yeah. but at, at the same time, I I think that Nick Fury's presence means something. So excited! Space Shield. What is that called again? Sword. Sword. Yeah. Moving on. Aquaman made a billion fucking dollars. I had no idea that it was anywhere near that popular. <laughs> so shady. And and I remember like when the Dark Knight hit it, it was a really, really big deal. And it was, it was one of the first times that a superhero movie had done that, if not the first time. And, yeah. and it was like slowing down. Like we were not sure that it was going to do it. Yeah. So I'm just I'm kind of I'm just kind of confused. People are really into it. I 
I want to go see without being a hater. Oh. And, wow, you know, just the, judge it on its merits. Look at the steps that we're making here. No, it's not a step. The trailer was awful. It looked <laughs> terrible. And clearly there's some kind of, you know, gem hidden beneath that cow pie. And I want to know what it is. Wow. I heard it was good. Uh, Dump Truck said it was good. Don't Trump thinks that Batman versus Superman is one of the best movies ever. So Dump Truck's opinion means nothing. Dump Truck is, is a contrarian, and he will tell you that the sky is purple if you tell him the sky is blue. I mean, purple and blue are like, you know, pretty close. Um, <laughs> I will say Batman versus Superman, the director's cut, was good. No. It no, wasn't. it was good. It was good. It wasn't good. It. Wa- I wouldn't say it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. It was good. <laughs> it wasn't good. I, I would say that the director's cut, the things that they cut out of the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman, uh, when you cut them out and you get the theatrical version of Batman vs. Superman, you get a really shitty movie because a lot of the, <laughs> there's just like a lot of like tissue that they just took out and they try to just give you a bunch of meat. You know, like you need the fat. For the flavor, it needs to render. Okay, you know what I'm saying. You're doing a lot to make fetch happen, and it's not gonna happen. Oh no! <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna go see Aquaman. Also, Titans is done. I got spoiled for the ending. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> but I'm gonna watch it. Getting spoiled. I, I have to just get off of Instagram specifically. Brooklyn Nine Nine spoiled you for fucking Harry Potter the other day. Oh, just one thing. I knew Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Now I'm you spoiled our audience. What if Max and Lily are listening to this? I was going to bleep it anyway for comedic effect. Okay. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. okay. God. It's like it's not my first rodeo. Hmm. Well, I hope that you enjoy watching uh, Titans, even though you know it's going to happen. And you have to let me know how bad that wig gets. Let Batman. <clears throat> I think it's time for some music. Party chat. Woo! I feel like it's been a minute since it's just been you and me. You know? It has been a little while. We've been we've been on the interview grind. We've been accompanied. Accompanied. Ooh, I love yes, accompanied. By some <laughs> wonderful guests. Wonderful gowns. No, I'm kidding. I don't I, that's the second time I've used that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting stale. It's getting stale. New Year, same me. Uh we're just gonna talk about some video games. Yeah. Some video games. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been catching up. Getting in the Spider-Man DLC, I got through the heist. It was good. I think I have the same note about it that I think I'm pretty sure I saw Jen say this. It's, just, it's kind of like the same old, you know. Yeah. It's like, which is fine with me. There's nothing special. It's nothing special. It's, it's fine just with more. me. It's just more. And like the game is enjoyable enough, and it's like I'm playing other shit that like I don't feel like it's repetitive still. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the story. I love. Auxiliary, auxiliary, secondary, Spider-Man characters, characters we don't see a lot. Like, when was the last time we see Felicia actually do some things? True. I'm it here for it. The last Spider-Man game that we liked. That's right. I want to see her in a film. Mm. But then Peter Parker kind of has to be older and fucking up. And yeah. I don't want all that drama. Tom can't pull that off until at least Spider-Man Six. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Actually, it also introduces another character I haven't seen in a very long time. Hammerhead. Oh. I always thought he was so cool. In this iteration, does he literally have a hammerhead? No, he never actually had a hammerhead. He had a metal plate in his skull. He oh, I'm thinking of those I'm thinking of those uh skate roller skating sharks from our childhood. Uh, what? 
You've never roller skate? Did it have anything to do with Spider Man? No, it had nothing to do with Spider Man. Oh, oh God, here we go. You never watched Street Sharks? What? Okay, I'm good. It was very 90s. It looked very 90s. I don't know why I thought of that that when you said that. Hammerhead is the bald dude that kind of looks like Kingpin, right? Yeah, except, you know, he's got a metal plate in his head. It's kind of flat. Yeah, yeah. Large. And he bashes people with it. And kills them. It's exciting. He's a mob boss. And I'm just now starting in the second chapter where, like, it goes more into his thing. So, no spoilers. Of course, but it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. I'll be Spider-Man. The, the new suits are great. Anyway. Um, I have been playing the end game of God of War because uh, Xbox Supremacy, you need a PlayStation Network subscription in order to, like, you know, have a floating save file. <laughs> Sorry. So when I played God of War, you I couldn't get the save data. It was so... Bad. I was really <laughs> mad about it because it's absurd. It's, I mean, it's yeah, nuts. I mean, you, know, anyway, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Ugh. So I replayed God of War, got to the end game, and it is some of the hardest, but also most satisfying end game gameplay I've ever played. It is just so good and yeah. so fun. Um, it's why I haven't finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey, actually, because Whoa. I've been preoccupied with God of War. The The next thing for me to do, really, is to um, finally finish defeating all the Valkyries, which is just really hard. I don't know what that means. Uh, they're kind of like legendary boss battles that open up after you finish the storyline. So like a, lot you of, can, like a lot of yellow bars? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one big yellow bar. One bit, so a lot of, uh, what's the thing you got to fight in at the end of Gambit? Primeval? It's a big old primeval. Yeah, but like if a primeval Your was... Face. <laughs> if a primeval was like a puppy. Oh, they're really hard. And you could one hit KO it. Wow. Then yeah, it's like that. Got a real gamer over here. <laughs> no, it's just it's really hard. <laughs> Doing the Valkyries is hard. Okay. So there's a new save plus file that you can do with God of War, which is like all the rage in the single player games. And yeah. you Wait, can only I don't access. Think we ever talked about us. We should explain what a save plus is. Oh, we talk about, literally this podcast has been multiplayer games <laughs> we've never talked about. A save, a new save plus is basically when you start a new uh, game file for the game you're playing, whatever game it is. Uh, You literally start from the beginning of the story, but you maintain all of your armor, weapons, moves, money, resources, etc. from your initial save file. Yes. Spider-Man also has a save plus. Yeah. So basically you can replay the game as a superhumanly powerful monster from like the very beginning and typically you would jack up the difficulty yeah and you make it harder so that it's like a challenge from the beginning but you have all the tools you need to meet the challenge right so uh i could do that uh to get some armor that's locked in that save file mode like you have to play a new save Mm -hmm. in order to get this like level of armor, but I'm thinking I might save that for the God of War two announcement because I don't really have mm. a reason. Like I don't have to do it right now. Also, I like had a bad dream the other night and I think I'm playing too much God of War. Oh, don't you love that? I <laughs> I used to have it would be anytime I was engaging with any type of media too much. So like, I remember like reading Pride and Prejudice like very quickly in high school because I was always behind. We had to read a lot. So my dreams would be in like old English. They would just it'd be like, Doth, oh mother knoweth you weareth her drapes. That was the most Cedric counterexample <laughs> that you could have possibly. <laughs> I also had a lot of dreams about Mass Effect when I was a teenager. Wow, I, I was Commander Shepard shooting things. Oh my God. Great. 
What else have you been playing? Um, checked out Celeste. Yes. Uh, one, you know, after you mentioned that they got a Game of the Year award, beat out all these. Nod. Nod, just a nod. Yeah, God of War one. Oh, uh, look, it's hard for me to keep up sometimes. Whew, I was like, let me check it out, especially since it was show. free on Game pa- What? We talked about it on the show. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, it was free on Games with Gold. Yes. Uh, I don't think it still is up there, right? It might be. No, it's the it's from January. Oh, so go get it. It's fun. Um, yeah, it's like a platformer where you're climbing and jumping around. I died a lot. A lot. But it was like low. It's like low pressure, which I liked. It was like it doesn't make you like start off from the beginning. It counts. 136. Um, which, you know, I can go back and, you know, suck a lot less. I but, appreciate how they put the levels together and the fact yeah. that uh, there's an instant restart and it does not p- really punish you for dying. Right. Like, it doesn't reward you for dying, but... But it's also like, you died 136 yeah. times, dude. It's and really it, cute. No, it's very cute. It's a lot of fun. Um, Platformers are still not for me. I love it. I love them. It yeah. actually kind of reminded, you know, not the mechanics are like way different, but it reminded me of like Dandara. Okay. That I liked earlier that I also need to finish. It's just that platformers, I need to, platformers for me are like, I'm chilling out. You know, I just like want to play a chill game and get probably get frustrated towards like the end of the level. Um, but it's great. I also love how it sounds. I think the, it's so, I love the music. I love how it sounds. And I think that like the modern sound design with like the with like a like an 8 16 bit visual aesthetic thing I'm like really into hmm. I don't know why but I love it like it's good crunchy footsteps but like you know also crunchy graphics and I'm like oh my god I love it I don't They're know why I love it so about much about noises in the crunchy ground Crunch. Oh, that's right. And the rocks. Oh, my. And the cars. Oh, my God. Love it. Love a good, love a good crunch. Oh. So real. But yeah, um, go play it. I'm sure you've been playing Destiny. I have been playing Destiny. Um, all of the content for Black Armory has been released. Ooh. So I played most of it. Uh, I'm 350. Oh, I'm 650 on... Uh. My main, and I've got the new sniper rifle where you can fold your entire magazine into one shot, and it does an amazing what? amount of damage. This, ugh. Yeah, and it like sounds like a sword. It's, it's actually really cool. Okay. Um, it was kind of the penultimate thing for Black Armory. There is a uh, last word, we think. Um, there is an exotic being released later this month. Uh, we think it's one from Destiny 1 called The Last Word, which is basically like a hip fire hand cannon. That's an old West revolver type thing. Uh, people really, really loved that gun. And so if it's coming back, uh, it hints even more to the next uh, DLC, which is called uh, Joker's Wild. And it's all about the Drifter and Gambit. And it's uh probably going to be like Western-ish themed almost because uh, the central conflict of the Drifter's lore involves the gun, the last word, and the gun, Thorn, and their owners who uh, tried to kill each other with Mm. them. So it's going to be cool and kind of deep lore stuff going on, but uh, I I enjoyed playing through it. I don't think I'm going to pick it up again until the new content comes out because there's just so much other stuff happening and, you know, people got to take a break from games sometimes, even though they're wonderful. When's Kate coming back? Uh, Kate is dead. No! Yeah. That's pretty dead. It's possible. They've like, they've opened the door in the lore to it being theoretically possible to bring him back. But it would have to be uh, a really weird way. Basically, <laughs> there's an implication that there's a facility where you turn humans into exos and that his body could be at that facility. And though even though his body is dead, maybe you could reanimate it. Wait, so. that's how exos are made? Yes. 
they grind humans into some No, you don't grind. It's like you they can they transfer the consciousness into the exo body. But we don't really know how it works. It's like a big mystery and part of the forsaken lore is hey, n- wink wink nudge nudge, you're going to uncover what this mystery is. That's a lot. Yeah, and the black armory has tied into that, so. Hmm. Um, All right. I guess I have a lot to look forward to when I finally fucking catch up. I need a, I need a Destiny friend. Jesus did say that he would do it. But Jesus is being a lawyer. Yeah, true. True, true, true. So I miss you, Jesus. Maybe you should make a gamer friend. It's so hard. I, Jen hasn't gotten Forsaken yet. Maybe you could, like, convince Jen to switch Buy over. an Xbox. You never know. You don't know. You never know. Um... Last but not least, you are playing Forza, and there was a big update, and I'm very excited to hear you talk about it. There was a big update. Uh, I have been playing Forza. Those are all true statements. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a lot of fun. So yeah, update five. Actually, I think it just came out yesterday, two days ago. I lose track. I put it on the Xbox yesterday, so it came out yesterday. (laughs) Update five, we got... Some really cool shit, y'all. Which includes not one, not two, not eight, but seven. Wow. Mitsubishi cars, which is amazing because they have been absent in the first round of Forza. And we're all like, where are y'all? And we were all I don't know. Because they weren't in it, and also uh, there's no Toyotas in the game. And I guess oh. it has to do with like licensing. Maybe they just couldn't reach an agreement with the car company, so hmm. they weren't in the game. Or maybe it was like a Raimi situation, and we were going to get the cars all along, but wow, probably not. Um, so yeah, seven new cars. I'm not going to list them for sake of spoilers. But oh my God. some people take the shit. I don't care because this is a car game. But for some people, they're like, they want to know. This <laughs> 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 is a car game. Who the fuck? <laughs> wow. I'm ready. I finally... I will just say that I'm very happy that I finally can get an A-class rally vehicle that I will be very happy to drive. Hmm. Happy. I need to, like, start so filling out my... What? Is that the evolution model of car? Um... Well, anyway, like I've said, I've, like I've been saying, I'm like trying to be a better racer and like do the things better or whatever. So I'm like filling out my roster of cars. Today, I realized I have a lot of like S1 car class cars that I really like and are comfortable with. But then when you get when you do the online stuff, you could be like, hey, class, right, which is a class right underneath it. And I was like, I don't have no cars. So, you know, I got to make the cars. And I got to tune the cars. I got to test the cars. And I got to make sure I'm good in the cars. It's a lot. Wow. It's a lot. Making loadouts. Yeah, it's like loadouts. Gotta make sure you have a car for every situation. Wow. In every class. Who knew? Really like A, S1, and S2. Who knew? You didn't. You're learning. (sighs) And with the update comes a a new online mode, which I've been waiting for. They're calling it Free For All Adventure. So adventure is like the old, how you used to just jump in and you would do like Event racing, like a championships, is like five races. You race around online. This time around, it's all team based, which I complained about. Now we finally have free for all, solo, both unranked and ranked. Oh, I just well, jumped into it yesterday. I have work to do. Yeah, you did not do well. I, I heard you very upset. I was very upset. Um, let's see, new story mode coming out about taxis. Okay. You know, I have like the, there was like a stunt driving one. There's a drift racing one. There's like world's fastest cars. There's all these like story things. They're like tiny little chapters. It's very cute. Oh. Now there's one about taxis. Be like playing Crazy Taxi, except. Ooh. Maybe not. I love Crazy Taxi. That was my game. Really? Yes. We got, I used to, would run to it anytime I saw it at an arcade. And then we got like the Sega 
whatever collection, and it was like the only game that I played on there. I got my money's worth just playing Crazy Taxi. Oh my god, I didn't know that about you. Fucking I love Crazy it. Taxi. Axel is wild with his green hair. He's like, <laughs> I always played as the black one. <laughs> <laughs> I did also play as the black one, him and Axel. <laughs> Uh, it's a guts, shame that I don't I remember what the then. black one's name is. I don't Me either. <laughs> I don't remember his name either, but I remember Gus. Oh my! If oh. I didn't play as a black one, I play as Gus. Well, it's okay. I'm allowed to not remember who the black one is because I'm black. But yeah, I'm I'm ready to get into it. Uh, we were talking about points the other day, like in the four, you get like a like a Forza score for how much you play, and I am I have a lot for someone who has only been playing this game for like two years. Hmm. Like, I was like, <laughs> I, it's like when you see like, oh, you put a million hours into Destiny 2, you're like, oh, it's like, I'm, it's a badge of honor, but also like, <laughs> yikes. One more piece of Forza news. They dropped the Carlton dance and the Floss dance out of their game. Because mm-hmm. they were like, we don't want that smoke. Yeah. I think I mentioned it. Like I was like, wait, but I've definitely the Carlton dance is in Forza. And I was like, I wonder what they're gonna do. Maybe I it was a thought. Hmm. But now we know. <laughs> they were like, we don't want that. <laughs> uh, could you imagine making two billion dollars and you Listen. have to give half that money away because you stole Listen. shit? <laughs> they're like, damn, maybe we shouldn't have paid for that fucking carnival. That we- <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about one more game, though. Uh, Or is it a game? uh, I just want to talk about it before it gets stale. Is Bandersnatch a game? Um, (laughs) It's it's not. You know, the only reason why I say this is because I I do not think it is a game. But I saw people was like, it kind of is like... uh, David Cage's game that we keep making fun of. <laughs> Detroit? Yeah. I saw comparisons to that. And I saw a lot of comparisons to, like, the Telltale stuff. Mm. I, I, You said something really... Because at first I was like, no, it's not a game. But then you were like, well, you do have, like, these choices and you do end up, like, with... A, there is a scoring system. There is a scoring system and that is the extent to which I would say that it's a game. That's so, like, it. you can get different endings and I think that there's... Five oh, wait, plus we a bonus. Introduce what the fuck Banner Snatch was. Oh yeah, okay. So if you haven't seen it, Banner Snatch is Netflix's latest addition to the Black Mirror. We'll call it Universe now because Black Museum established that it did. This is a universe it's shared. Anyway, uh, it is a choose-your-own adventure, and a lot of people were like, "Is uh, is it a game?" I saw a lot of like, you know gaming people who make a lot of money doing this they're like it's not game what's wrong with yeah. you peasants netflix isn't a game i mean i don't know it i i think it's gamified and that's why it did you know as well as with engagement like we like i think as humans we like love gamified things i mean everything is gamified uh i that is such a statement I think that the scoring system in it indicates the intention that they want you to think of it as, as a, a game. game. Which is very meta. Yeah, it's super meta. And that's actually kind of my thing about it. it I don't understand the brilliance of Black Mirror. I've seen a few episodes. There's a few really good ones. And there's, I mean, like, for the most part, it's just, yeah, I mean. You haven't seen the Halloween one. There's a lot of. That's so good. Like. Oh my God, Bandersnatch totally blew my mind going around. And it's like, really? It, it didn't. It didn't. It, 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 it was the good. Awareness, the self-awareness of it is very, it's very clear to me that it's not a game because of that. Hmm. No one fights back against you in a game unless it's part of the plot. Like Super Hot. Yeah. Like, but Super Hot was much more of a game than Bandersnatch for a lot of different ways. Yeah. But like, even then it, it, that was much more of a mind fuck. Yes. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like also say that like, oh, the, how 
deep or complicated the story is makes it more or less of a game, right? Yeah. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. I know. I just want to be careful about our I, words. What I'm trying to say is that it makes it, it kind of takes you out of the experience. And I and I don't think that part of gaming is the self-awareness that you're yeah, playing a game. The point of gaming is to lose yourself in what you're doing <laughs> to <laughs> insert <laughs> yourself into a different world or universe or whatever. And to be constantly taken out of that, for me, is the distinction. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I don't I don't know if it bothered me that much. I don't know. I I definitely stand firm that it is not a game. To yeah. me. To me. Um but I liked the experience of it. I thought it was. I'm ex- I'm interested in seeing what Netflix does with it going forward. Yeah, I saw I a headline th- that the Choose Your Own Adventure company. Oh, they I guess they're a company. I didn't. Re- Who knew? I-, I thought it was a concept. I didn't realize that a publisher put out all of those yeah. types of. Books. Oh yeah, and that was really shitty. Netflix was like in talks with them, and they were like, "We don't want to be associated with this." And they were oh. like, "Yeah," they were like, "Gonna like make it like a co." I think like a co branded thing. Oh. And it fell through, and they were even like, you used, you name-dropped us. Oh. Run me my motherfucking shot. Okay. So the lawsuit makes much more sense now. I didn't actually read about it. I just saw the headline of it. Um, Anyway, I think a choose-your-own-adventure is what that is. And I think that's different from a game. I wouldn't say that a choose-your-own-adventure book was a game, even though it's gamified book reading. Right. It's like, where is the line? It's fuzzy. Yeah, I just, I think that, I think a game is something that you um, are immersed in. I guess maybe the distinction is like, um, like art. Like if I just put a piece of paper on a wall and say that it's art because I made it and that was my intention, then it's art. But like, you know, a piece of paper on a wall doesn't automatically make it art. Yeah. You know, I just find this wildly interesting. I think that's a good distinction. Um, I just wish it was better. Uh, I'd probably be more into the conversation around it. I'm just like not obsessed with it because I didn't, I was like, my mind wasn't blown by it. I really, I think once I got over the fact that this was going to be like a little corny, then I was like, okay, I'm all in. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I wasn't like. On the merits of it, I'll say that I really dislike the idea of being out of control and like the way that they portrayed drug use and the way that you kind of were forced into uh, violence was like a little disconcerting for me. Fair enough. I would love to actually see more of those types of movies and that type of experience where the fundamental question was not about who's in control and it was just like you get to choose what happens. That would be very fun. Well, you should try the Minecraft one. I started it, but then I realized it was like an hour and a half and I was like, no. Oh. I can't do this in one sitting. Pat Oswalt is great. I love him. But also, I don't know if I can sit through an hour and a half of him playing a racially ambiguous Minecraft figure. Ooh. It's a lot. Oh. Well, I'm not into Minecraft enough to even find that as an appealing It was thing. cute. I think it's cute. I, I, I will finish it at some point, but mm-hmm. I was not in any rush to do so when I picked it up. It's an, it's a, it's a yay for me, dog, on the concept. Sounds pitchy. <laughs> okay, um, I think that was a show. I think that was a show. Yeah, so we got some good stuff coming up, and we'll see y'all in less than two weeks. That's right. That's right. We're gonna be on time. Please like, rate, and review, and tell your friends, tell your gamer friends, and have a good one. It's been real. Deuces. Peace.